Welcome to Small Bites, the weekly equity podcast for busy people, where you'll get five educational strategies in five minutes at 5 a.m. to help you become a more culturally literate, responsive, and culturally responsible educator. Join me also on Friday nights on YouTube or throughout the week at Hedrick or at Hedrick Nichols on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. See you Mondays at 5 a.m. Hedrick Nichols is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Thanks so much for coming back each week, for listening, for learning. And if you like what you're learning here, please share Small Bites with three or four educators who you know can also profit from the learning. And if you're listening on a podcast, please leave a rating, a five-star rating, of course, and like and subscribe here on YouTube. So this week, I'd like to talk more about teacher favoritism. Are you playing favorites in your class? The answer is unequivocally yes. (laughs) There is no way not to get around bias. As we talked about last week, you are going to either love some kid because they're just like you or love some kid because, oh my God, thank God, they're nothing like me or somewhere in between. So you really want to get in the practice of mitigating bias. Things that you can do are to always use a number picker system. There are lots of apps, and I will definitely link some in the blog, uh, that you can use so that instead of calling people who only those five or six who raise their hands all the time or calling kids who you know either will have the answer or who you know don't have the answer, that way it's random. You get a pick of all of your students. You check for understandings from all of your students. If you have larger classes, 25, 30, and more, it's more difficult because it's quicker to go to those five or six kids who you know are paying attention and are going to have the right answer. But that's not checking understanding for all of your students. So that's something that's it's important because othering is not black and white. Othering simply has to do with creating an in-group and an out group. That's something that's natural. It's something that we do. It's us, it's me and my mommy, and then it's me and my family, and then it's me and family and uncles and aunts. And that's where we begin to have in groups, an us and a them. But when that them starts to disenfranchise others, that's when the whole othering thing is not a good thing. If you are an athlete and you love the athletes, then you might kind of have a funny thing. Oh, the nerdy kid. Oh, God, he gets on my nerves. If you were the nerd, the bookish kid who was always getting popped upside the head by (laughs) the athletes, then you might have a hard time dealing with the basketball superstar in your class. So make sure that you are monitoring your own self, that you you are being extremely transparent when you ask yourself these kinds of questions and check out the resources so that you can continue to learn. Now for the five strategies to help you become a more culturally responsible educator. Visit Hedrick.com for the links. If you have 20 to 30 minutes, read and internalize the outcomes of favoritism including damage to your own reputation from this UCLA psych ed article based on work by Emily Chang. The article cites studies going back to 1983, and that's important because although we talk about equity and education issues kind of like it's a buzzword, a trending topic, a new thing, it's definitely not a new concept. If you have 15 to 20 minutes, read this K-12 dive synopsis and listen to Vernon Meyer's TED Talk on mitigating implicit bias. If you have 10 to 15 minutes, 
Use this link to watch the Small Bites Bias Collection. I've pulled in a few of the resources where I talk about different kinds of cognitive biases so that you can kind of listen to them and do them as a, a kind of a study for yourself and answer some questions that will help you be a more equitable practitioner. If you have five to 10 minutes, dig into Jennifer Gonzalez's single point rubric strategy. It's not only going to help you mitigate bias, it's also going to revolutionize the way you give feedback and the amount of time it takes to give students valuable feedback. No, not great. Feedback. And finally, if you have zero to five minutes, take this fun quiz to get a feel for the kinds of questions you can ask yourself and the kinds of preferences you should monitor yourself for. This has been Hedrick Nichols with Small Bites. Visit Hedrick.com for all of the resources that you've heard about here. See you next Monday morning at 5 a.m. or on YouTube at 7 p.m. Central on Friday nights. Small Bites is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. See you on the next Small Bites.